Welcome to Lack of Focus, an X-Wing Miniatures Game podcast, brought to you by Dice 8 Productions. Hello everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Lack of Focus, episode 88, Fun with Thea. I am your host, Ed Horner, alongside me tonight, one Mr. Sean Dorsey. Sean, how's it going, my friend? Good, Ed, how are you doing? I'm really, and of course, our producer extraordinaire, one Mr. Chris Sheriff. Chris, how's it going, my friend? Good, thanks, Ed. Good. All right, so tonight, uh, we didn't really have a huge agenda for the evening, so we decided we're going to break out this TTS thing we keep hearing a lot about. Maybe have some fun with it and play some games. So we've got an Aces High game. We're halfway in the, well, we just started and we're actually playing through, but we're going to sit down and kind of uh, give some commentary on that game. So that's not all going to be on the YouTube videos. So we're going to do our flight deck, and then if you want to stop there, that's probably a good point. And then we're going to move on to play some TTS for, for some fun. So let's kind of get into what we've been doing lately in gaming. And Sean, I'm going to kick it over to you. What have you been doing, friend? Well, somehow I'm playing X-Wing, so... It's a cool thing, isn't it? It's, it's, very, it's a very interesting game, I'll tell you that. Trying to learn about stabilized S-foils here, so... <laughs> on a B-Wing. On a B-Wing, yeah. I have to admit, like, so legitimately, I remember whenever I, when people first started doing TTS uh, for X-Men, right around when COVID started, I remember seeing it and trying it and going, oh, people actually have to put the, you know, put the movement dials, you know, put the movement sticks down, you have to get everything all kind of followed, and I'm just going, well, I'm so used to Vassal that, you know, I can just push a couple of hotkeys and everything go through, but admittedly, we're only a few rounds into this game, and I'm kind of liking it, to be honest. So yeah. Like, a lot more intuitive than i thought it was going um, i mean there's still some like bumps and grinds as we're trying to figure out the interface but that's an us thing not necessarily uh tts or the module that we're using for for doing it but overall yeah it's been fun so far yeah i, I like the the interactivity with the squad builder and so it really it actually makes things easier if you were playing just like regular x-wing you know you're just importing everything and then just assigning dials to ships and target locks to ships and things like that. And once you're kind of done with that, then I think it's pretty easy after that point. But yeah, no, it's it's interesting to play. Uh, I'm playing Nian Num, which is, <laughs> is that Nian or Ten Num? I'm playing Ten Num. Ten Num. Ten Num. And it's really fun, actually, to play a ship I haven't played in a long time to begin with. And in this format that we're playing, Ten Num actually works pretty well just because of his ability to double action into a stress. And then the stress, of course, is a positive thing for him for evades and for hits and things like that. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, Beyond that, yeah, I haven't done much just because I'm still trying to get stuff organized in my house and things like that. So I haven't had time to even really look at or think of much. I did buy the storage system for all of our terrain for 40k so i spent a wee wee bit of fucks on that but um what i'm doing is i bought the versus stack system from craftsman and it's on wheels and stuff and then i bought foam core and this rigid cardboard a glue gun and what i'm going to do is just make the little boxes for the terrain pieces for the larger terrain pieces and then basically build them out and then put them in the versus stack system which is a very large toolbox on wheels and then a smaller one stacks above it. And then I could stack a drawer system, which I have right now it has X-Wing stuff in it. Um, but I basically I can stack this stuff as high as I want. So um, 
kind of nice actually to have because I can put all of my stuff in it and not have to worry about the terrain and stuff. And um, and it'll be nice because it's very portable. So if we go over to my sons and play, it'll you know we'll be able to keep it over there. Or if we come over here and play, we'll be able to you know just wheel it between the places, and it'll actually be pretty cool. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but beyond that, I haven't really played much. Um, I, uh, you know, just looking forward to tonight. When Chris brought this up, I was a little hesitant because it's tabletop simulator, and I've only played it, used tabletop once for one, you know, and of course, if I get upset, I'll just hit this, you know, table flip button. And <laughs> just, just, just get it over with then, you know. Take it all out at once. It's right there in the yeah. top menu too. Like it's like you're like, oh come on! If I just hit it right now, it'd be so funny. Yeah, and then it's gonna take like it took us like a half hour just to set everything up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is actually really fun, and uh, you know, it's it's neat to already have a kill in the game with, of course, some assistance from from uh, Kylo Ren on that uh, kill. Yeah. He tried. But, you know. Yeah. So, I, I, that's I'm I'm only out once. The the, the game continues. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, so technically right now Sean's in the lead at one nothing. Yeah. One yep. nil nil. Yep. Yeah, one nil nil. And here's the thing, if I do, which I don't plan on it just because of the ship I'm up, if I do win, I still stay undefeated against all podcast opponents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will claim that I'm the only person to do damage to all three of us so far. So So far. You know, so I'm far. I'm spreading yeah. the love between the three of us. A bit of self love in there as well. That that is correct. Yeah, Chris Chris self loved himself on by uh, not doing a straight maneuver and took more damage. Chris is definitely in the lead on the damage side of this, but <laughs> as they say, it's not about damage; it's about kill. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, Ed, I don't have much more than that. Uh, yeah, you've just... been kind of tied up and kind of busy. That totally makes sense. Yep. All right, Chris. How about yourself? What have you been up to lately? Um, it's been good to be honest. I've done um. A decent amount of um looking after evie because she's been ill oh yeah. no it's not good that's right yeah that's how yeah. words work yeah no um so she, she got she got okay right so she recovered from her cold and then she um had like three or four days before uh, on sunday last week she was just running a fever randomly um and it got up to like 30, 39.5, so like over 102, I think, like 103. Ooh. Like, um, uh, reacted to town and stuff, but like we monitored it and kept in control. Eventually, ended up taking it to urgent care, and then they did like urine tests and stuff. So she's got a, a urinary infection or something. So that's just been awkward. Went, went to get the antibiotics for prescription, and they were like, this never happens because we have loads of this, but we've run out. Um, so we had to mix up like a custom batch, which we gave him for one dose, which obviously tasted absolutely horrible. So she was like hating every second of it. Um, so finally on the like 100% correct antibiotic. Um, so hopefully she'll be feeling better. But just with all of that, I've been like a little bit run down. I don't, so if I come through with like runny eyes or, um, scratching my nose, like, yeah, but um, not, not too bad. You know, it's just parenting 101. You know, crap happens, deal with it. Been doing anything um, else? Yeah, I got some painting done. Um, painting stream's been going well. We did more orcs uh, for October. I'm, you did? I've started undercoating my Battlefleet Gothic orc fleet for painting stream tomorrow, because that's what won the vault. So that was painting. a pretty impressive sized fleet, I might add. That's a lot of ships. You must have uh, had just around for a bit. Um, Forever. I don't know, a long time. <laughs> uh, I think it's Garbag's Revenge, um, 
three kill cruisers and one uh whatever the other cruiser is or maybe the other way around there's three of one type and one of the other then a bunch of the escorts so yeah it's a pretty bulky fleet i'm sure somewhere i've got the aeronautica imperialis grot bombers Ooh. which i was gonna convert into um like ordnance and stuff or the fighters for Battlefleet Gothic, but I don't know where about Zaya. They, they weren't in the same box, so that'll have to be a future project if I still have them somewhere. One of those but, games I wish I had invested in whenever it was around. I always wanted, I was super interested in playing it. Nobody in my local area wanted to, and then it was here and gone again a few years later. So this was going to be one of the things that I was going to suggest we look at if we didn't enjoy TTS was like other games we can like do is like pick up and play stuff. But did you get Battlefleet Gothic Armada when we had our chat when they had the Steam sale. Was that one of the ones that you got? Because oh, it's gonna... really good on... Uh, you're on... going to call me out on it and now I'm going to have to go look. Let me go take a look at my library. And... But I'll, I'll keep going. But if you didn't pick it up, not necessarily for us to play, but for you to play single play or whatever, it's really good. It's pretty close to the... If you don't do any of the upgrading, it's really close to a core mechanics of like how the game works and the points cost for the ships and all of that but like it gets a bit weird once you start doing the upgrades and stuff but it's still a super cool game that gives you that experience what was it called again battlefleet gothic armada 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 2 Ebra. it's like i think two just i've i've got two but i don't think i've played it it's like a new campaign and other races i think but like i've not missed having played it that makes sense so it looks like I did not get it, but it's only like 15 bucks. Yeah, I'd pick it up. I would get it. If you're interested in the, the game at all, it's it's super cool. Oh, it's already, it, in my Steam, it's already in my Steam library. I already have. Yeah, there we go. So I, we'll get that installed and we'll play a game of Battlefleet Gothic. Easy. Oh, yeah. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to, one of the topics I was thinking about is like what we can um, uh, look at playing and stuff. Because I think we're basically done with Armada. Uh, not Armada. Um, Marta, I think we're going to grind through a campaign without you, Ed, because screw you, we want to finish. Yeah, it's not that, it's, it's not that I don't want to, it's stuff like this ends up happening. So no, I know, her- I know. We like we end up uh, pushing things, or like, life happens. And- <laughs> yeah, behind the curtain, Ed got sick this week. It's okay, he didn't get COVID. It was a regular old run-of-the-mill, running, you know, a little bit of a head cold kind of thing, right? A stuffy nose, and I was sneezing for a few days, Um, uh, which I said, all right, I know this is going to sound really bizarre. I know it's going to come off really bizarre, but it was kind of nice to remember what it was like to be sick and not be worried about dying from it kind of thing. Like, it was, so whatever it was, my son got a brand new job, and he start, he's working in the public. He's doing his best. You know, he's got his, keeps his mask on when he's, when he is in interacting with the public more than he would normally be doing. So he picked up something there that then spread throughout the household. And then it just a couple of days of everyone just getting a bit of a runny nose, a bit of a sneeze, kind of that rundown feeling, and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. So it was, we- it was a weird, really weird sensation when you get that little tickle on the back of your throat. You're like, I think I'm going to be like, but it's not COVID. Because I know it's not COVID because Gabe got himself tested because that's what we were worried about. He was getting sick. It's not COVID. It's just an ordinary cold. I haven't been sick in years. So like I said, I'm not trying to make it like a, a huge, exciting thing. It's kind of neat. But yeah. anyway, of course, it turned out to be on a Thursday, which is when we do our recording. And I was just like, I was run down that day. I would not have been a good host that day. So I, I better run the show. I said, eh, I'm not going to do that tonight. I went to bed. Yeah. And uh, it's been fun. Uh, I've enjoyed Marta. It's exactly what I said it was, you know, just a Diablo. I can swash. Absolutely is. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, cool. it's great. It's really good. All uh, right. 
enjoyed playing with Greg and Alan and mixing it up and playing with different people. It's been fun. I, I mean, I will play through all the story and I'll probably try the Tech Priest because that's got a different early level missions and stuff. How much further, how far into it are you? Like, I know you guys um, are ahead of me on level, but I don't know. That's the other problem as well. A bunch of the stuff that I'm up to is like, you've got to do it in single, single player anyway. So. Oh, really? Yeah. There's some missions like you get to control an Imperial Knight and you get to control a Bane Blade. You've got to do those in a uh, Shadow Sword, sorry, not a Bane Blade. Uh, you've got to play those in um, solo. So, not a big deal. But yeah, I was thinking about what, what else we could do because I know Sean mentioned some of the uh, Asmodee board games I thought could be cool hangouts for us. But I mean, yeah, there's I'd... quite a few of them that you guys have talked about that I've never. Yeah. Like anything in that Call of Cthulhu um, IP that they've got, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, and that was it. It was one of those, like, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I suggested. As doing like a modified Chris just makes up a version of Aces High, so that we actually did X Wing. But you know, and that's what we're just, doing. Yeah, just like hanging out, playing a game that isn't. Like, if you play, when we've been playing Marta, it's an undefined time. We yeah. we we start playing until we stop playing. But if you turn up to play a game, I'm just gonna pick one. But like, if you if we turn up to play Catan together, like forty five to you know, 75 minutes. It's got a defined begin- beginning and end. Mm-hmm. So I thought that might be a, a better approach, playing games that are finite. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. But, I'm totally on board. Yeah. Um, then I've been playing some alien RPG. It's been alright, you know. Nobody's yeah. died yet. DM's a well, bit of a loser, but, you know. One person has died, but it wasn't any of the PCs have died. How's that? Nah, I didn't see it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, easily my favorite part of that entire module is, is that particular death and if you played in the alien RPG and you played Chariots of the Gods you should know exactly what I'm talking about if not we are recording this and at some point in time Chris will get those out there for, for folks to see yeah Maybe. once once it's finished I'll edit the whole thing together so that I can it's just one video rather than like a, a multi-part thing because there'll be a lot of stuff we can edit out yeah like the yeah. moments where Ed's like looking for 10 minutes to find that one thing that he couldn't find. Yeah, no, you know, there's a bunch I, I, of decision-making and, like, back-and-forth discussion that doesn't need to be in there. And, like, pausing like while we have solo chats which aren't getting recorded kind of thing. Yeah, because there is some stuff that happens in the background that isn't necessarily over-the-table conversation kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's been cool. Um, it'd be interesting to see a couple of the other, like, um, modules or whatever. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm enjoying it. So what I so this kind of just wrote, so what I had said um, before I started the module. You're far enough in. And uh, spoiler alert: if you ever intend to play this module, I apologize if I'm going to spoil, spoil this piece for you. So you've got a warning: three, two, one. So this is obviously more Prometheus than it is Alien. And I had made a comment to the the gaming group that I was considering making changes to the module, and I went to the Alien RPG Facebook group said. I'm debating making some changes to this module. This is what I'm thinking about changing. What do you think? And the writer of the module, who works for Freely Games, responded to my post in Facebook and was like, well, there's a whole bunch of reasons why we went down this reason. He gave them all up. Like, so you have these players who are going and expecting one thing, which is the alien, aliens. Like, they've seen those two movies. That's what they're expecting. And it's supposed to be like a, a subversion of expectations. Like, oh, we're going into this totally different thing. Yeah. So it 
either going to work and it's going to be fun and enjoyable everyone's going to like it or people are going to be like eh they didn't really like it that's what I, the, the eh I really didn't like that is what I'm worried about I don't think so, you get that I think just playing anything is good I agree especially with the group of folks that we're playing with I, I would agree but if we do want to go down that route there's two different ways we can go as far as something that's a little bit more up to my expectations um, there's the Destroyer of Worlds module which I would love to run that's a little bit of a bigger module it's, gonna, it's its own box set or I've got colonial marine sitting right back there we could do campaign play so that was one of the <laughs> that was one of chad's complaints was like well if i'm gonna play a role-playing game like it seems kind of weird that i'm only playing like a character that once that character dies like there's nothing memorable to me about that character like they're here they're gone i played a part of role and then it's kind of over he likes that episodic keep gaining experience keep getting bitter uh bigger and better kind of kind of role-playing games and i'm like, well, then there's campaign play we can totally go down that route if we want to go that route that route. yeah I mean, it's a bit weird in that I think it's a different experience. It's because you're not telling your story, you're participating in the group story, mm-hmm. which is why I don't mind it being like self-contained, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, like, I agree. I don't, I don't care about, I don't know. I think if you play this as a campaign, I think you're setting yourself up for failure as a player. Yeah, and Greg and I had this exact same conversation. He's like, yeah. it's a great it's a great game for a one-off because right around the time that you would start, like, characters start dying off. Character, that's one of the big things. Characters die off fairly regularly in this game. So you'd be either A, swapping in and out of new characters, or by the time your third character, your fourth character's coming, you're just getting bored. Like, like yeah. now I've got to do another. And I could totally see that. I could absolutely see that being a, a hindrance. That's why I genuinely do believe the one-off kind of get the the ooey scary kind of thing going and then move on to the next game kind of thing is probably the best right now that they have the way i would run a campaign for this is that it wouldn't really be a campaign it would be a series of progressive stories taking part from different viewpoints it would be a real pain to be a dm of is it because well it's more stretching your legs for like creative writing kind of thing and trying to pull the plot mm-hmm. points together but you'd have a break you'd play like six weeks and then I'd need six weeks to take what happened and then put that into a new story, but it would be new characters. But the so, effects of that would roll on to, and it might be like I mean, 20 years later kind of thing. I was just going to say, it'd be like doing a, a movie and then the sequel and then the sequel to the sequel yeah. and maybe having some things that come back. I mean, just because we've not done this for a while, Sean, I'd probably do it in the same way that we wrote the uh, sequel trilogy for Star Wars. You know, just go in with no plan, write one story. <laughs> See what happens. Weave some mystery boxes lying around, and then go from there. And then, and then, write, it, then, then write a really good story, and then follow it up with just. Well, I mean, story. by by the time a third campaign section comes along, I'd be bored anyway. It's fuck, just just get it done. <laughs> Play some fan servers to the ones that actually enjoyed the older campaigns in the movies. Put some horses on the outside of the ship, and then you're good, right? Exactly. <laughs> so oddly enough, it's interesting that you say that because technically. The campaign, the the module for Chariots of the Gods does have a direct sequel, which is the Destroyer of the Worlds. It's very similar in the fact that the events that happen in Chariots of the Gods, Gods are referenced in Destroyer of Worlds. And then the, the new module that's coming out from Free League sometime early next year, Heart of Darkness, is going to pick up where... Uh, uh, destroy yeah. the world's ending. So it's interesting that you say that because I'm like, well, technically, that's right. That's exactly- that's, a, that's a way. The only way you can run a a, a story driven narrative that will get your players invested is that uh, it doesn't matter if a character you made and enjoyed playing dies horribly. 
because the effect that they had on the universe persists. Yeah. And it's not like, um, I'm Fargrim, I'm Hargrim's third identical brother this week <laughs> kind of thing. The, the fourth cousin. Yeah. But yeah, no, so it's exactly that. So the character, the, there are new characters in Destroyer of Worlds that are not related to, not third cousins of the characters that are in yeah. Curse of the Gods. It's just its but own yeah. thing, but it, yeah, that's how I would do it. No, it's that's been, it's been good. It's exactly how they did it. I mean, I didn't know that, but you know, I'll just, now you do. I'll take that as a compliment to me. You know, it is <laughs> independently on your own. You came up with the exact same idea that the writing staff did for for yeah. Freely. Um, and then what else have I done? I I don't think I actually played much X Wing outside of. Oh no, I have obviously. I've been playing in the crate TTS thing. I was going to ask about yeah. that. I mean, I'm running Darth Vader in a Defender. Fifth brother and seventh sister. So I'm not really playing X Wing. I'm just fucking dunking on people because it's stupid. But I mean, it's more like if you imagine playing NBA Jam, but you were always on fire. <laughs> that was a great it, game. One of my favorite. It's brothers. possible to lose, but the game does its best to help you. You know. I take it your team has been doing well. Uh, the team, we're one and one now as a team. I've won my two games. Uh, the first one was against a tie swarm. Uh, so I was like, well, I've got to, got to pop Iden early because that's the only risky thing. If I bring Vader in, I need to know that I can kill whatever's in front of him to try and get him out again. Um, so I've popped Iden's charge in the first batch of shooting, but I think I lost the shield on Vader. Um, then. I I turned in with him and just did a one bank. So I was like, there's no way he's going to leave any of the outs open uh, other than I could have turned out completely. But spoilers, folks. I didn't come around. <laughs> I didn't come to play this game properly and like try and eke out a win. I came to roll Vader dice and get, get all up four hits. So I just banked Vader in and obviously the tie swarm just parked in front of me. I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's fine. Yeah, I don't fine. care. What, what are you going to do? I'm going to one-shot one of your ships, absolutely wreck them all, and then uh, just fly past with, like, two health left, and it'll be fine. That's not what happened. I did kill the ship that Vader shot at. Vader then just exploded through, um, I think it was, like, seven or eight, just all, like, all hits, and then I just rolled no paint. So Vader just exploded. So I've got seventh sister and fifth brother going, oh, okay. Well, we've got work to do, but let's, let's fucking go. I guess we get to play the game today. It was a really fun game. Ironically, I um, the way the points broke down, I didn't spend my last point. I was like, I don't care. You can have the point. So going into the last three rounds of the game, I was losing by one point. <laughs> so had I spent all of my points, I wouldn't have been losing by a point. It would have been a tie. Um, but I managed to um, kill, I think it was Hale, I can't remember, it was either Hale Runner or Iden was the ship running away, and there was an academy pilot, and it was a full academy, and one ship on one health, and I had um, two hull and a shield left on my last Inquisitor, and it was just a case of um, trying to catch them before they the turns ran out kind of thing, but I got it, and blew up, and it was fine, but that was a fun swarm game. And then I played into um, a Republic list, which was Shakti with stuff. Um, 
Stuff, her patience. Um, she's just there to let people carry her remains through, which is a stupid good ability anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, the Jedi Knights turn up at Windy for Sprites and they've got a purple evade. So they evade on, like, the early turn. And then Shakti says, Well, you can carry that evade into the next round when you've got your force back as well. So you can go, like, evade, evade, or you can go focus, evade, and have a force on the engagement round, so it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, There was a couple of mistakes by my my opponent made, and it eventually just snowballed. He couldn't get meaningful damage on all of my ships, so I kept... I'd give him one thing at range three of two. The only time he ever got to shoot two ships at one target, it was at range three, and they had all of the force and evades. So I was just making sure it was, you know, you can shoot this one, but it's a terrible shot. Or you can split your fire on all of the targets and like after trying to push damage through on force users with evades, which is what I was trying to do to him because he was playing Republic as well. But mm-hmm. I had the angles where I was all focusing on one thing and he was having to split. So, but it it just feels bad. I don't. Sorry, <laughs> no. It feels really really good, but they shouldn't. They just shouldn't. They should change. And they points. drop. They dropped his points too. Yeah, I mean it's. It was pointed out on the Discord that, like, Vader and four academies fits now. Yep. And that's probably super fun to fly. But, like, this just feels... The, the games haven't felt hard since I've started playing this list, and I'm not good at X-Wing. <laughs> you know what <laughs> so I mean? That's, that's what I mean? So then the question for me then becomes, in, in your ultra, obviously, is Vader in the Defender of the Bloom? Is he... I, I'm going to say... I think I would have preferred Vader and a Defender with normal force, the sensor slot still there, and make it epic only. Cost him at like 150 points, 200 points, whatever you want. Make him epic only, and just let him... I mean, even like give him a better ability, give him four force, you know what I mean? Like, go all out on him. I think that would have been better. It wouldn't have seen play. It would have been... Everyone would have been sad, but... You know, maybe. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. So, like, we've had instances like this in X Wings where we felt that we had a ship that was just too strong. I don't know. So, like, what ends up happening, though, is that the meta starts getting warped around that ship, and then we start seeing either points or we start seeing upgrades. I'm thinking, first yeah. edition, we start seeing upgrades that help eliminate that particular issue, and then we start down that yeah. path that first edition did. Where I don't think oh, AMG will do that. I think they'll tackle it differently just with like we we spoke about it last time but like the swap changed in a way it, it just feels different to how ffg did it but i think there's a decent like when i was playing in with the two tie heavies and the tie heavies have gone down in points as well mm-hmm. but when i was playing in with those that felt hard I, I had to work to get my wins with that list or at least it felt that way since i played in with the inquisitors it just, it's not, not felt like that at all. So I think it's a combination of three um, decent initiative force users who are focus evading, three agility. Um, like I have, I've deployed the exact same way. I've done the exact same openings in every game. You know, it's just rinse, repeat. I like, if I feel like I can trade Vader to get ahead of a damage race, then that's, you know what I mean? There's, there's so many easily identifiable win conditions with that list because uh, if you're fighting to a four ship list if you can kill two ships with vader before he dies you win because yeah. the inquisitors won't die to two ships 
and they will get half points on one of them, which should add up to more points than Vader is. And it, it's that stupid mathematical breakdown of how it game works. You know, I give you 115, I'm going to take 100, and then the Inquisitors can take the rest because you can't hurt them anymore. Yeah, because I've already eliminated all the primary threats. Yeah, and that's how I kind of try to do it. Like, against the TIE Swan, Vader goes in and kills the ones who scare the Inquisitors, and then they don't have to worry about it anymore. So, yep. yeah, nah, I don't know. It's fine. But, uh, the real thing that I've done that I really enjoyed that I hadn't done since before I went to the UK was I got to play Necromunda again. Oh, that's right. You did mention this. You even, you even posted pictures. Yeah. we. Um, I was somehow still in the top four for the gangs in our campaign. I think there's nine of us playing. Uh, so to try and be arbitrator for a campaign, because you have someone who runs it, and I, they said, okay, so the top four gangs have to have a gang moot, which is you have to deploy your leader of your gang within six inches of the centre of the table. Ooh. And then once everyone's deployed their leader, you can deploy the rest of your gang, but you go one at a time, and you have to be 12 inches away from the leaders and six inches away from any other model. So like, your gang ends up scattered around the entire table. And then they can't activate until they pass an intelligence check from hearing a gunshot or get shot or engaged in combat themselves. So all my Ogrins just walking around with a stupid intelligence, like, <laughs> like, people, like people literally stood next to them, shooting across each other and like, oh, we're here to talk. Oh, we're having a meeting. Oh. Uh, but, um, yeah. Um, but wait, wait. So the Goliath leader shot at me and missed. And it was my turn. So I charged the Van Sar leader because the Escher leader scares me and the Goliath leader, he could fuck my day up. The Van Sar leader's an absolute pussy in combat, so I kicked his ass. So literally, Chris, Chris's first turn was, well, you didn't shoot, so I don't even get to roll dice. I did. I charged, which gave me eight attacks. I rolled eight, eight hits. I rolled... Uh, no, I, I missed one... One hit, missed one wound, so it was six, and then he passed a couple of saves, but all my attacks were two damage each, so he had to take eight injury rolls. So I just sure like, yeah, just clubbed <laughs> him about the face, get out, you're not welcome here. Um, so his first turn was, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any ready fighters, thanks a lot. I'll sit back down. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun scenario, like you, um, you kind of like, oh, you know, if you don't shoot me, I won't shoot you and we can gang up over there and do uh, different things. But yeah, it worked out well. I got to kill two of the leaders. So my gang leader ended up with 15 XP from this one scenario. As a as a spoiler, he's got, I've played six games now. He's got like 32 XP. I got 15 mm. of those for one scenario. So I just gave him an extra attack, and he's now movement seven. There you go. So yeah, he uh, he wrecks face. So now on the charge, you'll have um, head attacks, hitting on twos, strep six. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only a 14-inch charge, because I've got a, one of the tactics cards, if I ever get to pick. Uh, you can play a card called uh, the quicker than they look, where instead of your charge rage being your move plus d3, it's just double your move. So his charge reads is a 14, then, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> but the That's stupid more... thing with him is um, he can't... If you shoot someone in Necromunda and hit them, they become pinned, so they automatically 
lie down, which means you've got to spend one action standing back up. If you're agile, you can take jump up, which, you know, whiteboard board doesn't take your action, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got uh, nerves of steel, you can just shrug off being shot, but I can't take that skill either. So every time you get shot, even if, it, if it's like a lesbolt just blinking off his armor, he falls over. So then I've got to spend one of my actions standing up so I can never charge. I, I get one. I get one charge, which wrecks one person. And then the rest of the game is, do I ever get to stay stood up at the end? I have to be stood up in the end phase and win priority. And then he gets to go again. But it's that's the fun good. of the game. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. Um, Anything else? No, no, that's that's me. I've done a decent amount of, um, I say, parenting, lots of being tired and run down. But yeah, that's about it. I, yeah, keep, I, I can feel my eyes are like, Verging on going, so if I disappear from the VOD for a minute while someone else is talking, it's because I'm going upstairs to get some more um, like medication. On that note, I'll try to make mine fairly quick, to be honest. As Chris mentioned, we have already started the Alien RPG. I'm having a ton of fun with it. We've reached the point in the game where all of the cool, exciting stuff has happened. So the way that they write those scenarios, they're written like a movie would be written. It's going to be written in three acts. Act one is like the opening and introduction stuff, Act 2 is where a lot of the stuff happens, 3 is where the conclusion happens. We finished up Act uh, Act 1, and we're just starting into the beginnings of Act 2. So that has been a ton of fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the next session goes in a couple of days, because uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff that could possibly happen. Um, game-wise, I haven't done a ton of gaming. As I said, I got sick last week, so I didn't actually go to the game store this past week. I went the week before. Um, I had the dread. I've I've had this tendency of having. I don't know how this. I was playing against Chad. Uh, my neck runs versus his thousand. We get to the end of the game, cleaning everything up. Like we always have that. Like when you play any miniatures game. I know X Wing. It's probably easier because you're only having like three, two to four, or maybe five or six ships that are on the table. With 40k, it's a lot more models. So I've got all my models kind of over in a pile on the side. On the side, I start putting stuff away. Start putting stuff away, and I get to the end, and I'm like, I'm missing a Necron warrior. I have 19 Necron warriors here. Where's the 20th? It was just the four of us playing and then two other people on the other side. We've already cleared all the tables. We've already moved all the terrain. We're looking under tables. I can't find it. This is the second Necron warrior that I've lost in the last three months. And I don't know how that happened. So my thought process is, well, it's in the box somewhere. Like it got stuck. Like I had wraiths on the board. Maybe it's kind of like stuck in there. It's kind of in the pile over there. But I pulled my whole case apart. I can't find it. I have no idea where this model was. So when it's you buy be... another box and build and paint them, that's when you'll find it. And that's what's going to frustrate me. So now what's going to have to happen is I've got Necron Warriors back here that I haven't put together. My intent was to make those all uh, Reapers. Now I've got to go build one of those to make it so that it can return that squad back to 20 full. And now I'm going to have an uneven number of Warriors sitting in the back, which is really going to frustrate me. You, you use the full box to be Spur Warriors. Yeah. That's, that's what you do, uh, because then it will never happen again. But that's the price you've paid for it to never happen again. Yep, it's just it's frustrating to me because now it like I like where the hell does one warrior go? Like in the squad that it was, basically they sat on a back a back objective the entire game. So they had a cryptic with them, and they just sat on a bad objective. There was ruins in front of them, but the models never actually went into the ruin, so they're not even stuck into the terrain. So like I I have no idea where the ham- damn thing went. <laughs> Knocked it off the table and it had gone underneath. I got stood on or kicked away or something like that. There's a bunch of scenarios, but yeah. But this is like this is the second time. So I lost one of my old school ones that had the blue rods. That I mean, has that, never... that's a godsend though. You want to because then Maybe. all that happens Maybe. there is 
it means you have to make all of your enemy look good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not disagreeing. That is a true statement. Right, so now it happens with the new ones. Sounded more insulting than it was intended to be, to if I'm being honest. Uh, and if I'm gonna, but but if I'm gonna be fair, like legitimately, those are the, so going back, going back into my model painting history, the Necrons were the very first army that I ever ever. Um, I remember listening to old 40k radio, listening to Spencer and Phil talk about how they painted them, which was primer black, um, bolt gun metal dry brush, and then another dry brush of I think it was mithril was the old color back then. Um, over top, done. Like no washes. No, nothing. It was just all, they were all dry brush. So when I look at those old warriors and then I look at my new one, the paint, the, not only has the paint technology come quite a long way since, but my painting skills have come quite a long way. So when I put those two models side by side, I'm disappointed in those old ones. And Chris and I had already had this conversation. Like he's, he basically just told me, just retire them. Just either sell them on eBay, get rid of them. Like, cause you're never going to use them again. Now that you've got better looking models. And he's right. I, I never put those models on unless I have no other choice, but to do it. And I had no other choice but to do it in that particular game. So maybe he's right with the older, but the new one, damn it, I liked the one the, the way that turned out. So I'm frustrated by that. I thought I would honestly, I thought I would find it. Um, couldn't find it anywhere. Pulled every model out. Found out that I broke one of my Sporefect destroyers, which is really pisses me off because what must have happened is whenever I was putting it in the box, one of the arms popped off. So this is and I have the same problem. I have two TIE fighters. I'll I'll pull this back into into X. I have two TIE fighters that one of the wings is broken. And no matter how many different ways I glue that model, I've I've even tried like super glue, gorilla glue, doesn't matter. Once it's broke, that wing is always going to come off. And I feel like the same thing's going to happen with the core arm and the score effect destroyer. No, it's broke once, so now it's always going to break. And I'm always going to find that arm somewhere. Just so far, I don't know how I did it. I have a good GW case, put it in, put the models on top, close the lid. When I was going through and looking through, like legitimately went from the table into the case, had all its arms. When got home, looking to find this warrior, opened the case, arm broke. We didn't have an accident. It didn't get flopped around or thrown around. It just snapped. And so frustrating. So I had a very frustrating hobby time. That, that's the worst. Like, when you put all the time and the effort into, into painting models, you're really happy with the paint job, and then you pull it out of the case, it's broken. And you're like, the guys that carry, and this is, you will see this, I'm sure people do. The guy that carries his army around in a shoebox, okay. That's going to happen. You need to expect that that's going to happen. But I don't have a shoebox. I've got a good GW case that has foam in it. I refilled it with battle foam. So it's not even that hard pink stuff, like the old, the old hard stuff from the old case, old cases it used to be there. Mm. It's a good, it's good battle foam stuff. So I was really, I'm really disappointed. So yeah, Ed was really, really frustrated. So I've glued the arm back on and hopefully it's fixed. My plan is that since I'm healthy and hopefully Gabe's healthy, we're going to be going back to the game store on Tuesday. We're going to bust back down to, to, um, 1500 points we we thought we we thought with as fast as we were completing 1500 point games that bumping up to 2000 points wasn't really going to be that big of a, a significant difference and it absolutely is 100 percent, absolutely is the last three games that we've played i think i've gotten to turn three one i've gotten two games right we only got to the tail end of turn two in the three hours that we're playing yeah and this is why i don't play 40k yep so we're busting back down to 1500 points simply because it's um uh, it it's probably just... took the four player game of necromunda where we had to set up all our models individually and all of that stuff probably only took us three hours total yeah for four points. yeah we're setting up setting up tearing down all of that stuff yeah Honest, so yeah, and, so we're gonna you know, you know, like, oh no, I, I've got like nine models I have to paint. Oh, that's in fact three too many for my army. <laughs> there is that. So what we what did happen though? So 
you know, we we got into the conversation about um, some events that are happening, but long story short, a lot of the guys at the game store um, are really, really getting into Crusade. So they're, so like, we're having cross-table conversation about Crusade and about, I've, I'm not going to lie, they're, the rules are in the rule book and they're in the codices, and I always flip past those pages, because I'm like, oh, I'm not interested in not interested in Crusade. But since everyone at the store is playing it, there's a part of me like, well, maybe I should at least try it. Like, maybe I'm, I'm missing it's out. It's supposed to be really good. I think we spoke about this last time, or we've, we've definitely talked, maybe it was on Monday, but like, Crusade's supposed to be the way to go. Like, if you <laughs> want to play fun 40k, or even Age of Sigma, they've got the same thing. But like, playing uh, where, you know, like, your general evolves and gets better, and you get a bunch of upgrades and like basically you keep going until they die or whatever. It's, it's, yeah. it's supposed to be the good. way that the way that it got described to me is like you know how in Blood Bowl we start off with a base one thousand point or one thousand gold or one million gold pieces yeah. uh, and you play against someone that's more advanced, you get all these bonuses, but as you each game you keep getting all these progressions and things get better. That's basically what Crusade is. And I'm like, Oh, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, so. it one minor point that I walked out a little frustrated, maybe not frustrated, just a little flabbergasted is probably more the correct, correct word. Someone once made a statement in the game store in the last couple of months we've been playing this store. We don't, we, you know, we don't paint the armies. Like I remember people coming, you know, you don't have to come in with a painted army. And there are a lot of gray horde armies that play there. Gabe and I and Chad and Logan are a little bit different. All of our models, all of our armies are fully painted. Like so much so, like if I'm going to add a new, unit to my army i don't add it until it's painted so like when i fought you know fielded my trigon i couldn't i had to paint it before i could field it so i had to paint my trigon just like my intent is to in november i'm going to be painting my flying high power because i want the flying high power to my to my interior army i can't field it until it's painted so mm. i get that and that's fine i'm like i'm not i'm not dogging on them for that i totally get it some people don't have the time don't have the ability don't you know whatever for whatever reasons they're not going to have fully painted art fine I, I get that it's not a, it's not a tournament it's a fun Guys rolling dice kind of thing, so I genuinely don't care. But as they're explaining to me the Crusade rules, the last thing that comes out of someone's mouth is, well, we play WYSIWYG in this. And I went, wait a minute. So I have to have my models fully WYSIWYG with all these weird upgrades. Like my my Necron Lord now is an Overlord who had a Staff of Light and now has a War Scythe. That has to be WYSIWYG, but it doesn't have to be painted. It just has to be WYSIWYG. Some of these things don't even, like, like that just, like, blew my mind. Like, well, if you're okay not having painted models, why aren't you okay not having WYSIWYG models? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, people. People. Well, whatever. Standards are standards. I'll live up to it. That's fine. I don't know. I don't, like I said, it's usually the characters that seem to have the stuff, like your stand, stock standard warriors. Yeah, because, uh, to be honest, it, it like, I would be surprised if by WYSIWYG, it's like, you can't take a big mech. And then suddenly he has a shock attack gun. You've got to have the one with a shock attack gun. A staff's a staff's a staff. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Well, and like even like the official Games Workshop models that can come out, like with the except like the one that came in the Indominus box that actually is the only one that I've ever seen with the Tachyon arrow actually looks like because no model in the it's in sixth edition since that sixth edition or late fifth, early sixth Codex came out. The Tachyon arrow has been an uh, upgrade that any Lord can take. Never ever seen it in any bit anywhere ever until yeah. indominus came out and then they had one on there but he's not armed with a war scythe he's armed with a um i forget which i forget what his his, his weapon is so what am yeah. i supposed to do snap his arm off and like so like i'm already starting to like wrap my head around how 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 i'm gonna do that if i decide to put a tacky on arrow because how do i get that arm ever otherwise although huh? argu- no. arguably the, the overlord from the the indominus box it's really easy to find yeah that's it problems, that was, yeah that's it that's my gaming experience 
Um, we're we're going to move on to some TTS, I assume. Yeah, so obviously we can do this while we're playing kind of thing. Uh, but I just wanted to do like... All know, the closing 10, stuff. Ten, well, 10, 15 minutes of like uh, thoughts on just TTS and hanging out. And I'll, I'll go through the game mode of playing as well. So it'll be a little bit of a broken up. In fact, maybe I should describe that first so it's not broken up because obviously we made it up on the fly. Um, totally on the yeah. So what we are doing is a three by three map. Um, same as normal. You bring three obstacles. Um, I I think if it went to four players, you'd probably drop it to two obstacles each. I would think, yeah. Um, because there's a there's a lot of obstacles on the table. Yeah. Um, sixty five points to spend on any single ship, just so that Ed can't have a defender. That was literally my only thinking. Yep. Um, and then the you set you roll for priority. Amongst everyone, just three dice, most crits, most hits, most focuses, kind of thing. Um, and then whoever wins that roll gets first player. They place one obstacle, you go around clockwise. Then um, they place a hyperspace marker, which is the three-pointed um, component in the core set for deployment. Never uh, seen it used until today, I'll freely admit. Yeah, so they place one of the one of those anywhere on the table. No range restrictions on that. Oh yeah. So uh, setting up the rocks, we pushed it out to range one of the table edge and, and range one from each other. Just yeah, to you get had kind of yeah. Kind of had to. Yeah. Um. And then once all of those are destroyed, deployed, the first player picks any one of them and then rolls the dice to deploy on it because there's a blank focus and a hit result. And then if you roll a crit, you get to pick. And then the next player picks an unoccupied one, so, so on and so forth. And then we ignore the initiative value on the pilots. It goes clockwise with whoever's got the first player token being first. So, and then it just rotates around each each turn. So Don't forget, whenever you die, you just come back on the new spawn point. Yeah. Um, there's, so there's no pilot initiatives involved. Everyone engages at the same initiative step. So if you have a shot, you can't not, you know, you don't get it denied to you kind of thing. And then the round after you die, you come back on. So in the end phase, you come back off. And then before the planning phase, you pick a hyperspace marker, roll for where you come on, and then set, everyone sets dials with that knowledge. And then you just keep playing until you're bored. Um, I think the only way you track winner is the person who gets the most kill shots. Like you could do damage and stuff like that, but it kind of skews in favour of the person who's not flying the agility one ships. Mm-hmm. So, but sneaking in kill shots is fun. Do we As Sean found out. Pilots we took? Because I um, know... Uh... Someone mentioned that you'd taken 10 none, but I don't know that we got a full build on the five. Um, well, I took Kylo Ren in the TIE Whisper um, with Brilliant Evasion because it's 65 points and fits. Um, I've not flown that ship yet, so I wanted to give it a try. And for some reason, I got an itch to fly uh, an Alpha-class Starwing, so I'm running Major Vider for Veneer, uh, running with Marksmanship, Fire control systems, advanced proton torpedoes, homing missiles, advanced slam, the arsenal loadouts, ion torpedoes, and ion missiles. Just because I want to have all the toys, yeah. and I still yeah. have three. I still have three points to go. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm flying ten num with predator, heavy laser, collision detector, and shield upgrade, and then of course the stabilized. Yeah. Uh, the important thing for Sean is that his collision detector charges come back when you redeploy, because all your charges just recharge, mm -hmm. so you don't get punished for taking ordnance carriers. Um, so he's just, like, parked on rocks to try and shoot me. Um, I'm down to one health I, because I, I had to do, like, 
take damage to not get shot. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that that was the whole point of collision detect. Just uh, if I had it to do again, I probably would change to advance and mm. just just to have the ability to get away from rocks a little bit if I had to. But with what we're doing with the amount of rocks on the field, collision detect. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, well, I'm set, and Sean's set, so we'll just wait for Ed. Oh, we're but, getting into it? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope we keep playing this week, because I think just chatting about how the game feels and stuff. Because like, I... Ed, you just undid again. Damn it, why do I keep doing that? Because <laughs> you keep clicking move. Drag your dial from the top, man. Yeah, always grab from the top. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll make it bigger. There we go, I'm going to make it bigger for him. There you go, we're going to have chat dials for Ed. Not, not finished yet. There you go. That's how big your dial has to be from now on. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, All right. Ed, Ed, you are also first this round. Oh, that's right. I do have the first player time. So, obviously, I said I've been playing on the um, the Crate um, event, which is TTS, and it's been fine. But the only reason I enjoy it is because it's one game a week. I still don't have any inclination to play an actual like traditional tournament on the computer because it yeah I just I don't want to do that at all. Everybody but this is, yeah yep. But this is fun. I'm really enjoying like, this game especially. I'm actually enjoying just like us hanging out, throwing a ship down, and it because it doesn't it doesn't matter about you know the accuracies and stuff like that. So if something gets knocked or whatever, like, as you get used to TGS physics, so yeah. I'd be up for doing this more often and like doing like um, Aces High games in the Discord or whatever at some point. I agree. So I'm going to do my two bank slam into my two turn. Yeah, you're going to move your target lock or you're going to do a different action for your advanced slam. So remember, you get a weapon disabled, not a stress for you. So, or a disarm token, um, sorry. I think I am going to move that target lock. Sorry, Sean. On to Sean. Okay. Yeah, so that, <laughs> d- that does give you a stress. Yes, I do have my. Yeah. Uh, so that becomes me. Oh, uh, yeah. Damn it, I debated doing the bank. <laughs> but I would have boosted H, so. Yeah. Oh, no, if it the bank, yeah, you would have got me if you'd have done the bank. Yeah, if I'd have done the bank, I'd have had you in that corner. Um, I I could probably probably save Sean here, but then he'll just kill me. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just make it really, really terrible audio for people. I'm going to take an evade again. Oh, no, I can't. I can rotate. Yep. Uh, that's me, Sean. Yeah, good. Um, but yeah, I, I've really enjoyed just hanging out. <laughs> Spicy. Yeah. Yep. Um, like just doing this kind of stuff where none of it matters. You know, there's no real hassles oh, yeah, for no. anything. This is just pure fun. Yeah. All right, Ed. You're shooting back. All right. So let's. If, get... if you right click on the ship, you'll get your firing arc. Right click. Yeah. Nothing. No valid targets. Yeah. Nothing. Nice yeah. job. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything either. Primary. Yeah, I'll put that nothing. Sean, however, has it's ranged Sean... one shot to Ed for the second kill shot of the game. Mate. Oh no, because well, Ed's, only... Ed's only just come back. That's right. I'm the one with one hole. Yeah, I was going to say, I just came back. I'm still kicking here. Oh yeah. I'm not looking forward to eating this, but... One health Kylo. So if you oh. want to re-roll a blank, Sean, you just pull that one out and then hit her on it. Yep. Well, no, I don't re-roll. You've got that. stress, don't you? Is that not 10 num? He gets to re-roll his stress? No. Um, 10 num flips. Oh, yeah. You can spend it and you didn't roll a focus. Yeah. Yep, I'm roll. picking a braille and aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. The predator, if I if I would have gotten him uh, in yeah. the bullseye, then predator. But I'll take yeah. it. I mean, three we'll more ta- paint. That's pretty We'll good. take three. Yeah. 
course, double blanks. I think we've always said that TTS like looks better than Vassal. Yes, yes, I hundred yes. percent agree there. And I, so you should have lost all three, right? Oh yeah, I thought I put the other one. Oh. Shields down again. <laughs> um, all right. So I get a force back and become first player. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I I think TTS is fun for this kind of thing where it's a bunch of people but I definitely wouldn't do this as my primary way of practicing the game you know what I mean yeah I don't, maybe, well, I don't know maybe that's me being harsh so I'm sure there's a bunch of people now now that it's become more prevalent I'm you know what I mean more people are playing on TTS so it's easy to find a bonus more events going on that aren't like gold squadron sit at the computer for eight hours for a weekend kind of thing maybe but what do you think about like how how easy have you found it for like this is half an hour into switching on the x-wing module i I don't find it that difficult at all to be honest what like i said i don't know if this was in pre-game post-game or if we even said anything like during the show but i remember whenever it first came out you actually had to get the movement um, templates out and actually move ships along the way. And I thought that was very cumbersome in comparison to Vassal, which we're used to doing. Um, but now that there's an automated way for moving, like what we haven't seen yet is a bump. And that's really what I'm kind of curious to see what happens there. Uh, I suspect that might be coming at some point in time here soon. Here you go, Sean. I'm going to help you out here if I can. I'm going to evade and try and wink that. I think I have the ship. Uh, so I'm going to have to jam you, Sean. So I'll just get rid of the lock on me. Um, my go. Uh, yep. Yep. Moves. Them. I am going to focus. Then I gotta remember how do I do the. Uh, it's on the dial. Um, the air on the dial for reposition. That's it. And then you want the other side because it goes the top of the dial as if it was facing the front of your yep. ship. Yep. So barrel rolling around obstacles. This is really tight. We're basically in the the one corner of the board. Yeah. We're just all like you know. Hanging out range one of each other. Be fun. Sean, you good? Yep, I'm good. I'm being an absolute child, taking evades all the time, trying to not die, because I have one hole on a whisper. Hmm. Well... I will like, and I haven't noticed it before because obviously I've only been playing Vader in the Defender, but like when we were showing Sean about the S-Files token, how it like closes the foils on the ship and stuff, it's really yeah, cool. that's pretty cool. And like, mm-hmm. dep- depending what pilot you pick... The paint jobs are different on the ships as well. So uh, someone's put a lot of work into this. <coughs> yeah, they have. <coughs> well, I'm going to take the focus action. That that went away as well, Ed. So you're not too sad. Oh, yeah. Totally All right, right, Chris. Well, I wonder, do I have anyone in my bullseye? Hmm, range range two out. in bullseye. Or I could take a range one at ten. Um, sorry, three dice either way. I can't kill either of them. But if I shoot at and then I set Ed up for a kill shot, so I don't want to do that. Why wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> so I will shoot at Ed. <laughs> Starting to feel a little unloved here. Uh, of course. Of course, why not? Well, you're going to enjoy this if it works, because you're in my bullseye arc, so I might get to use Kylo's ability on you. Oh, is he going to spend his focus to cancel two damage, uh, or is he going choice. to take it? Remember, you, I can't initiative kill you. I know, but I've got no choice. I've got to still stick around. But you do, that's what I mean. You you get to fire even if you if I kill you. And you've what got four st- hole left. I've only done three damage. Y- yeah, but you have an extra ability that's going to do more damage. Though, I'm going to, it'll do, um, they'll be dealt face up. All three of them will be crits. Right, right. So I am going to spread my focus. Oh, what 
Okay, well, I'm still going to spend it and make you take a crit instead. Okay, so now i got to go to the table. I'm going to flip that. That okay, panic. Let's... Pull breach. Oh, yeah. All hits are crits. All hits are crits moving forward. How do you... Yeah, so you, you grab the token, uh, a crit token, and then you drop it onto the crit, and it changes to tell you what it did. All right, we'll flip that. Next. You're up, man. I don't have a shot. <sighs> Advance... Proton Torpedo. I mean, Vind- this is going to be Vinda's one job, isn't it? He's going to come in, advance Proton, so you might as well spend the walkhead. Yep, that's exactly yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> but he's going to come in, fire his advanced Proton, die again. Then next round, come in. Oh. I don't feel like that dice rolled. I feel like it, it just didn't. Like, You've got to, I told you, push. Ah, stop trying to shake there it. We go. Yay! All right, so because you're in, are you in my bullseye? That's the question. Nope. Uh, nope. I am okay. not. Well, I don't get the marksman on you. I do get to change one of these to a crit due to advanced proton torpedoes. So yeah. you have three hits and two crits. And I okay. need to flip that. Okay. Well, Sean wants to focus results so we can spend his stress. Oh, darn it. Okay, okay. so I am that going is. to lose a shield flip, shield flip, shield flip. And then yeah, I take one, two. And these are both crits. So yep. you hover over them and just push yep. F. I'm just... I'm just yeah. right-clicking. Correct hit and structural damage. The structural yep. damage. Uh, when you roll a defense dice, hold on. When you oh, defend, when you... roll one pure attack uh, defense die. So he's now a duty zero. Yeah, and then I struck it, suffer yeah. one damage. damage. Yeah, I'll back. grab it. I'll flip your direct back down. All right, there you go. This is this is actually a pretty easy it UI is. to deal with. Yeah. All right. I'm sure there's a bunch of um, games where it doesn't work as easily or something. Probably not, yeah. Yeah, X-Wing seems fine. Uh, The only thing I've run into um, was uh, I don't think HMPs can sideslip yet, so you've got to do that manually. Gotcha. Um, But everything else seems pretty cool. I really enjoyed it. I'm moving last time, correct? No. I'm moving last there, because Sean's first player, your second, then me. I think, uh, being truthful, the not wanting to sit and play a tournament thing might not actually be exclusive to um, TTS anymore either. I don't know that I'd want to spend, you know, the time it, you know what I mean? Like the seven, Uh eight, three round events. I like. I can do three games in a day, but once you get to five and six games in a day, I don't think I want to do that anymore. So well, I don't if you did, know if, if you did eight player tournaments with three rounds and basically make it a you know kind of an elimination, but everybody still gets their three games in if they want to. You know, with what would I'd that kind be? of do, I'd probably if I was going to do bigger events, what I would I would do now. This is complete tangential to what I was thinking about, but I would probably do uh, multi-weekend events where you run pods. Exactly. So for uh, eight people in a pod, it's three rounds per pod for each pod. The top four go through to winner's bracket, the bottom four go through to loser's bracket, and it exponentially goes from there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's a good format. Um, just so that like you can... and. You can backfill pods and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Give me one sec. Look at hard real quick. Okay. Uh, it, so I'm I am going to <clears throat> focus, focus, and then I'm going to drop him behind that asteroid. Yep. And I'm done. But that's not what I thought you were gonna do, Sean. I thought you were gonna do a one straight and block the shit out of me. So I sat here and struggled for a while, like, well, how am I gonna get out of this? 
Well, that's what I that's what I figured you would figure I would do. So it's it's kind of that six dozen to one. Don't click uh, undo. Don't click undo. Oh, I, was say, oh, what, I knew what, you'd do that, you idiot. <laughs> what did I do? Turning out so you didn't get blocked by. Yeah, so I didn't. I assumed I was going to get blocked and then get lit up from behind by the whisper. I'm just sad that I don't get to kill you now. Oh, poor baby. I uh, agree. I got, I got. I am going to take my target lock yeah. and dro- drop that on one Mr. Sheriff. Yeah. Well, and kind of dip out for this round. I am going to move to here and position that. I think I'm going to try to kill me through the rock. I'm going to try and kill you through a rock, Sean. Yeah, seems like fun. Sounds like fun. So I'm going to uh, take a lock there, and I'm going to link my lock into a jam. No, I can't. Ma, no. Um, should I do take you back to the? No, it's fine. Okay. Well, no, no jamming off Ed's target lock. Big sad. No shot for Sean. No shot for Ed. Do I actually have a shot? No valid targets. Oh, no shots. Back no to shots. Back to dials. Yeah. So Ed gets first, and I get all my force back. Oh yeah. One cool thing is if you throw the token off the off the table, it just goes out and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of stuff you can set up. Or like, um, there's like a black hole that just eats any excess stuff you want to drop into it. Yeah. Oh, oh mine's. Oh, there it goes. It goes all. Yeah. It'll actually reappear somewhere else on the table, but I just throw yeah. it as far as I can. I like trying to throw stuff uh, at Ed's cards. Oh, uh, why? What are you pick doing? It, you can pick his dice up and throw them. At it. Look at that. Yeah. Physics. Get. Okay, I'm set. Covering over the table flip. <laughs> No, not really. So it is. I'm first. Ed first. Correct. Yeah. I mean, this has been uh, a good few turns. No one's actually died. So, like, we're all getting our uh, groove on now. No, 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 no. That's not what I wanted to do. Flip. Is it really? I have to actually go in and set it again, even though it's the same maneuver. Okay. Woo. And then I'll take my disarm token. Yeah. You still have advanced slam, so you can do an, a red an action on your action by treating it as red. Yeah, I'm debating which one to pull off. Uh, reload. Yeah, you di- disarmed already. Yeah, might as well. So you get right, a second ta- disarm token, which still comes away at the end of a round. Right. Yep. Then I'll take stress. Yeah. So you get to flip your charge back. Yep, already done. Oh, yeah, three swoop stresses me. Fun and engaging gameplay. Uh, if you turned hard on me, Sean, you should get an unanswered shot at me. Put me out of my misery. Nope. Oh. Well, it just got me farther away, so I'm happy with it. Yeah. So if you if you guys shoot, it's probably going to be ranged. Yeah. Oh, there's a dice for you hitting the quiet at the rock, though. Yeah. Oh, oh crit. Oh, that's... Oh. It, and that ends the... That that ends, I mean, the bad thing about that, or the good thing is, Sean, nobody killed you. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So wow, nobody... I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> yeah. So oh. I'm still up one nothing. There's yeah, legitimately so... no reason not to do that. Yeah. Um, so no shot for Ed then. No. Nope. Um, primary. I could shoot Ed at range three with a two dice shot instead. Then. Have you seen me roll with eight dice out of curiosity? Um. Uh, one hit. One? Um, I believe you get to roll an extra one because you're disarmed. I think that's his ability. Let me pull it back up. You might be right. I already got my evade. Uh, no, his ability... While you defend, if you are disarmed, roll one additional defense die. Okay, cool. Yeah. Roll. Yeah. I still made my one evade, but that was it. Just one. Yeah. So what do you think of this as a... Obviously, 
it's taking it up from whatever ACI actually is. But what do you? I'm saying myself like I think like even though I'm only running one ship, like I'd, I could run three or four easily. Like this is actually going a lot faster than I honestly thought it was going to. Yeah, I think when you get to have a bunch of yeah, you click L to unlock it, Sean. Yeah. Like I'll I said, this shit. is. I'll, I'll be honest. I, yeah, I was just. Um, it's actually easier than for me. It's easier than um, the other one, Vassal. I agree. I think it's easier. I feel like Vassal is more uh, precise because you don't have the three-dimensional physics to worry about. Correct. I'm first player now. Yeah, we're just going to say it's. This it's is not of- the time for me to be first player. So one thing I noticed, Chris, that. Um, with this is that if you look at if you zoom in closer and you look at the shadow mm. you can actually see where it's at on the table yeah yeah there's a bunch of ways and obviously like you can change the game mat as well to be like easy to see oh, yep. play oh, that's cool. yeah but i find it relatively jarring and i just guess- like the map we had i like that yeah. Yeah, just, the test star match just as bad <laughs> on t- on TTS as it is in real life. Yeah, I think the death the death star like actual surface of the death star. We have all those hexes. Hexa- oh, I know, I know the one you mean. Yeah, okay, I'm we're all set for our audience who couldn't. Be stress. I'm not coming here. I'm not coming here with anyone near any of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. Can I barrel roll into a rotate? I mean, yeah, no guts, no glory. Does my barrel roll fit, though? We'll just do it. Oh, yeah. One of those fits, is it? No? Oh, they both look red to me. That, yeah, that one does. No. Yeah. Well, let's zoom in. It appears to have overlapped an obstacle. No, so it doesn't fit. Big sad. It so says it in the chat. So, yeah. Yeah. Kylo yeah. Ren appears to have overlapped a mine or obstacle token. Asteroid number one. Big sad. Thanks, TTS. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Though. It is. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I take that over... Trying to sit there, zoom in all the time, figure it out. Yep, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, you guys, you know, I'm playing on a gigantic monitor, and it still doesn't zoom in perfectly. Yeah, I just like being able to change the angle so I can kind of, like, you know, check arcs and stuff, eyeball mm-hmm. and stuff. Right, um, right now I'm not doing that. I'm just kind of playing with one, not singular angle. You know, I'm yeah. going from this lower, lower left red corner. Yeah, angle, but I do mess with it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Like, I think I'd be willing to do more of like these fun kind of things. Are you done, Chris? Um, yeah. Sorry, my action failed. So I'm done. Um, but yeah, I suppose I'll start doing the closing, and you know, just so that no one can hear when Ed kills me this round. Well, I wish Ed could, but it doesn't. Have, damn thing doesn't have a one hold, turn on it. Hold on. Um, a one yeah, bank would should get me, shouldn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe I might. Ca- I might clip you. All right, you're up, Ed. You're good. Oh, one ah. straight. Oh yeah. Yep, I was going nice and safe. Uh, do you have do those have repositioning yet? Just so I can swap. Advance, I can slam, which is genuinely what I'm thinking thinking about doing. See yeah. if I can get range three of you, which I think is exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And now I have to flip this over. Gotta pick my movie. Pick that. That flip slam. And then I am going to move my target lock over and take my stress token and my boom. All right. Well then it's Chris's shot, right? Chris's nine shot, you mean. Yeah. Let's see about my heart. I got you at range three. That you do. Daisy if you do. Oh, I will pull out three dice. How'd roll you the dice. Oh my god. I just click roll. That's that's the roll feature. Yeah, but it rolled so many times. Like did you hold it at all or No, no, no. I just clicked it once and it okay. just shot up in there. See how mine just like lazily 
Yeah. Well, Ed's dead. So remember, you've got a disarm token, so you roll an extra dice. Oh, thank you. I do appreciate that. Maybe, Uh, uh, maybe. And uh, I'm loving the Doc Holliday quote. Oh, I'm glad you picked up on it. I wondered if someone did. Because that's a great movie. All right, so that puts me down. It is my favorite Western. Uh, Remember, remember we're all crits. Oh, yeah, because, yes. So if it's a direct hit, then you're direct. So the extra card from direct is a crit. Yep. So I think what we should do next time is actually go through a damage deck and talk about what the damage cards are. Oh, what is it? I can't see. Panic, Panic pilot. But whatever. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. So that's a two for me, right, guys? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I think you're up 200, just to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, it's 200, and um, I, I'm sitting at zero and for zero. Uh, Ed's zero for two, and Sean's uh-huh. two for one. But self kills count. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Well, do, yeah. Would I be three, three and zero oh, then? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. With, you didn't attack with, yourself, Sean. You've got to have done an attack. Well, I um, did. I did roll a. I did roll a red. He rolled. Die, you rolled a red die. You didn't roll an attack. You know. I mean, I, as I write the rules as we're playing. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll call game designer. I said no. Right. <laughs> All right. So, Sean, you're going to get the uh, ion torpedo before I go. Okay. Woo! That's a good mm-hmm. roll. Spend the lock. Yep, I'm going to spend the lock. Woo! Oh, big sad. Three crits, though. So I just roll one die, right? Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you're... It, it's a torpedo. So two, two shields. So one shield and an ion token. Ion no token. dial for you. Okay, one shield. Yeah, which I've, one got you. I've got you. I've got you. Got it. That one. Yeah. I was just going to pick it off the, the yeah, stack. How do I unlock it so I can pull my ship off? L. L. Oh. Yeah, just hover over an L. L. Flip that. Flip that. Flip. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, tra- I'll start doing the closing, I suppose. I'm sure the listeners, since yeah. we don't have like, a win condition, uh, there's no like being. Oh, there's a timer as well, and we can start the timer. It counts down. It's at the side of the table. Yeah, I can't. I but, can't do an hour and fifty. Oh no! I I was just <laughs> showing. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was just gonna say. I actually have. Uh, we have server work. I have to do at work tomorrow, so yeah. I actually have to be at the office nine. Yeah. I'm only gonna be there until like noon, but I'll, I still I'll, need to get there. We'll do. We'll do one more turn just while we're closing out the show, and then we'll yeah, call it fun. there. So if I can kill both of you in one shot, it'll be uh, a good comeback. It'll be a tie. It'll be a tie. Yeah, um, yeah I was gonna... And then, yeah. Um, so Ed, Ed you, think... place, you place yourself, Ed. Oh, yeah. that's right. I gotta, I'm going to do that now. I feel like I was a horrible person who got to wish Peter a happy birthday. On the... Oh, no. I feel like I got that message and then just did nothing about it. Horrible. Let's double check. Oh, yeah, but you, like... can, you have to butt back to the thing, or can you go front? Uh, that's a great question, Chris. Um, you can kind of like, oh, right there. Hmm. Yeah, you can face either way. Okay, I was going to say, I mean, because if, if, if the rules state that I have to go the other way, then I will. It just takes me out of contention said, for doing Just because anyway. you could potentially have a ship that could force you to fly off the table. It just yep. doesn't seem fun. Yep. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know why you would want to have that rule be so locked when it's a fun yeah i'm as close as i can get yeah, yeah. all right i'm up i guess i should probably pick a dial be a good idea from that uh but yeah i mean so do we actually do a closing but you can follow us on facebook at lack of focus podcast on facebook you can uh email us at lack of focus podcast at gmail.com you can become one of our awesome patrons and 
get to like hang out and play games with us, like Ed running Alien for you, or uh, me running D and D and joining all our game. And yeah, uh, that is um, Lack of Focus podcast on Patreon. Or if you'd rather do it on a monthly basis, you can do it through Dice Eight on Patreon. And um, yeah, the big thing I think I'd never push enough is the Discord. It's, I, it's super chill. It's super awesome. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think we've got a really nice, tight community in there. Um, there's never any drama. It's just people come in. Edge, edge up. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, people come in and like talk about stuff they want to talk about, and then we go from there. You know, there's never any like hassles or anything. I like it a lot. Very thankful. Um, but yeah, I think that's it from me. I'm sure I, I always miss stuff. I suppose uh, if people are interested, I'll um, I'll throw the the Chris's version of Ace's High Rule somewhere. <laughs> Made up as uh, we go. God damn it! Yeah. I'm just trying to sneak in this pissing top. Damn right I am. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, you don't really give me much choice, do you? If you're gonna do that, I can't die right at the end so it's going to be an evade oh a borrow are you going to be in range i should have i should have done the evade but sean gets to shoot first i don't think he has a shot yeah it'll be a long it'll be a long-winded shot if i have it a long bomb from downtown yeah but it secures yeah i i still hold my uh my championship undefeated yeah you ready chris yeah homing missile would you like to take the damage (laughs) <laughs> you motherfucker! Do you, do you I will let you roll the dice. <laughs> do you have a green token? I do not. Okay, I will add an extra green dice and screw you. <laughs> well, I, I was hoping here, like you never know. Woo! Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Does it spend it as well. What's that? Spending the oh, of, course, of course, of course, of course. Oh, oh my God. I haven't got a I've got three. You can do this. Oh! One. One evade takes two. <laughs> oh, man. I'm the only person to not get a kill. And see, I said I should have taken the evade, didn't I? I told you. If I'd taken the evade, I'd have still died. As soon as you're, as soon as you're like, oh, I think I'm still an arc. I'm like, I can't wait to say the words homing missile to me. <laughs> yeah, that is a good way to end the show. That was great. Uh, no, I feel better I will now. let you roll the dice. It's fine. <laughs> I feel better now. I feel better now. All right, so that is gonna do it for this one. Do hope you enjoyed it. We had a ton of fun on TPS talking to you guys, as always. So until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you once again for joining the Lack of Focus X-Wing podcast. Check out Dice Hate Productions for all the latest episodes, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next episode.